Uh, so I don't know. I really don't know. I've been sitting here um, probably for a good hour trying to figure out what I want to talk about. I was supposed to have um, Gordon Peters come over tonight. And, you know, Gordon Peters, he's elusive. That's why we call him the elusive Gordon Peters. I mean, fuck. He's, um, he's elusive. That's why. You know, Caleb and I made up a thing. We wanted to, to start a, uh, like a comic book type thing or just start a thing. Uh, where's Gordon? You know, based on uh, where's Waldo. But instead it would be Gordon instead of Waldo. And it was, you know, it was where is Gordon? Nobody knows. Nobody can find him. Nobody can tag him. Nobody can track him down. Nobody can... Uh, can... Uh, put them in the box, you know, so twice this week, <clears throat> what's today, Thursday, twice this week, he's, uh, he said he was going to do the podcast, and we had planned on doing it, fuck, Siri, shut up, man, nobody's talking to you, why does Siri always want to have to jump into the conversation, man, she's needy, she needs to be, she needs attention, but, Yeah, Gordon Peters, where are you, my brother? Where's Gordon? I still need to, you know, Caleb and I have a split, but why can't I take that idea and run with it? I might do an idea and start a comic book. Where's Gordon? And that'll be a weekly thing. We'll figure it out. You guys shoot me up uh, some ideas, craft conversations, pod at gmail.com or make a comment on Facebook or Instagram or YouTube once I get this YouTube video. I'm getting the YouTube back up, guys. I um, I synced the video from the other night. The What's today? Today is Thursday, so I'm, I'm releasing this for tomorrow, which is Friday. So the podcast I did Monday night for the Tuesday release, I did the uh, video of that. I'm not doing video right now because... I don't know. It's a it's a whole big thing, guys. So I'm trying to I sync the video and the audio from Monday night Tuesday release, and I am converting that into a file that will upload to YouTube. With that, I did not save the audio uh, the video files. Excuse me from the SD card to the hard drive or to the external drive. So now, anyway, that 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 SD card is tied up, trying to sync together and save. So I can't pull that SD card out. I've only got the one to put back into the GoPro and record video. So this episode will not have video. We have audio only, and we're not going to do a whole lot because I just don't have a whole lot to say. You know, I was planning on Gordon being here, so I had this whole podcast planned out to speak to Gordon about um, his trip up to Sparta, Tennessee. He had some rafting experiences. He had some fishing. He had some uh, hiking excursions, a lot of things that Gordon wanted to talk about. And we talked about it last night when he was hanging out with me at Homegrown Brew House as I closed up the bar. And he stayed there for an extra hour and a half after we had closed and drank a nice uh, River Dog beer. It was um, 
the three uh, three barrels three barrel something I can't remember exactly what it what it was it was a barrel age it was in a barrel age series it was a sour ale I guess I could look it up if I really wanted to let's um let's go over there and take a look at it untapped untapped so I was up at Lowe's today as a matter of fact why did that oh still searching so I went up to Lowe's today Lowe's Foods at the beer den and every Thursday they've got Thirsty Thursday which is half price beer from four to eight so instead of paying five bucks for a 16 ounce beer or a 10 ounce beer you pay 250 instead of paying uh, six bucks for a five ounce beer which is anything over more than 10 percent you pay um, three bucks instead of six bucks so half price I mean do the math right I don't need to do the math for you the fuck am I doing math why am I doing math anyway I'm looking up this beer three barrel river dog let's type the river there we go three barrel circus is what it was so that's what we had last last night uh, Gordon and I uh, three barrel circus let's see three barrel circus what does it say why there why is there no details on this it's got an average 4.22 rating 5.2% ABV it's a sour ale let me go to this thing here three barrel damn it I don't know I can't get any details oh you know what I can't get any details because here's what uh, here's what Gordon said on his check-in. Hey, River Dog, how about some details on a very good beer? It's a it is tart, funky, and a bit earthy. Nice dryness and Brett, excellent. Really is what Gordon said. So there was no details on. It. That's why I can't find any goddamn details. There's not any. So what was I saying? I went to Lowe's Foods, right? So Gordon and I were talking about it. Um, Evie and Sherry, my good buddies, they came in to Homegrown last night, uh, Wednesday night, said they were going to be up at Lowe's. So every Thursday night, Lowe's does uh, Thirsty Thursdays. From 4 to 8, you can get half-price beers. We discussed all that and the details on that. So went up there tonight. You know, I've been there three times this week. I went there Sunday. I went because uh, I was off. I went there Tuesday because I was off, and then I went there tonight because I was off. And I tell you what, man, you know, I, I started working back there. I started training for the job back in November, opened the store up December 6th, and I thought we did a fantastic job. You know, myself, Caleb, uh, Chris, Rhett, Jessica, um, the other Jessica, I thought we did a great job opening the store up, and we got it up and running, and we did a fantastic job. We couldn't uh, really get the people in the boxcar coffee area to kind of maintain employment, I guess. Uh, so, you know, we ended up having to do a lot of the coffee area as well instead of just pouring beer. And, you know, I signed up for the beer tent. 
I wanted to just work the beard in. That's what I applied for. That's what I um, said I was good at. So when I get in there and I do the training, all the training incorporates the beard in and the the coffee joint. And I didn't want to do both. I mean, I work at a coffee joint right now, Coastal Coffee Roasters. I'm not a barista or anything. I don't do that part of it, but I work kind of behind the scenes at the coffee joint. But I don't want to. I don't want to serve coffee. That's not my forte. I, I don't give a shit about coffee. I love drinking it. I drink it every single day, pretty much. Either a four shot uh, brevet uh, latte. You know, brevet is a half and is a half and half instead of a whole milk or skim or whatever. Or either I drink a nitro cold brew coffee. So one of those two things goes in my gullet every single day. But I don't want to make coffee. I don't want to sit there and pour shots. I don't want to uh, steam milk. I don't want to do any of that bullshit. I want to make smoothies, anything. So these guys tried to make me a coffee barista over there at the beer den and the, the coffee joint. I didn't want to do that. All I wanted to do was pour coffee. I mean, pour beer. All I wanted to do was talk about beer because that's my specialty. That's my niche, as they say. Um, I feel very comfortable in that zone. These guys wouldn't let me do that. They they wanted to split my time. I mean, it was almost 50-50 between the coffee, the boxcar coffee, and the beer den. And I just wasn't having it. And then... I don't know, just so many things over at that store. The the general manager, the 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 uh, grocery manager, all the managers just kind of really suck ass. And they're still there, and they're still sucking ass. So long story short, I went in Sunday, I went in Tuesday, I went in Thursday. And every time I go in these days, everybody that I know that worked there with me uh, Caleb was gone. Will is gone. Uh, Jessica, uh, little Jess is now gone. Uh, Chris is gone. Uh, Jeremiah, I didn't work with him, but I uh, knew him. He's gone. A uh, new guy named Brian with a Y. Uh, he was there very shortly. He is gone. There is a new girl there, very fantastic girl. I like her a lot, named Jenna. She is there, but the, the place has just gone downhill. I mean, they go in there now, and it feels like it feels like it's a it's a, a fruit fly um, farm. They're producing fruit flies, and I don't know what has happened as far as cleanliness, but the fruit flies have just gone rampant in that place. Rampant? Is it rampant? 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 Ram. There's a lot of fruit flies in there, guys. What I'm trying to say. Uh, I went in there Tuesday night. I was doing some work on the podcast, trying to get this video and uh, audio synced, which I've been doing. For, I've, I was telling my son today, my oldest son, I've probably spent nine hours trying to figure out this um, this video and audio sync, which, to be honest, you know, probably Caleb, that's what he went to school for, was graphic art and audio visuals and all that kind of stuff so I mean, he probably spent two three four semesters on this thing I've spent nine hours on it so far and I think I've got it down right now I am uploading or exporting the the edits that I did to a format that will upload to YouTube so hopefully within the next hour or so I'm gonna have a upload for YouTube and we're gonna see if I got it I might have it 
it might have taken me nine hours of training, but I think I might have it. But <clears throat> back to the Lowe's Foods beard den. I went in there Tuesday. Oh my God. Fruit Fly Farm. These guys are out of control. I walk in there. There's uh, there's normally eight beers on the wall, right? There's eight placards that says what beers on the wall. There was only seven. One of them is gone. I'm like, you gotta you gotta have eight beers on the wall, Jenna. You got to get on the ball. Well, I don't know what beer is supposed to be up there. Well, there's a list that tells you what the next beer is, and you go back into the cooler. You find the you find the keg. You take the old uh, tap off the old keg. You put the new keg on there. You spin the tap onto it. You purge the, the line out and you put a new placard up with what the beer is and the details on the beer and you maintain eight beers on the wall. So I found the list. I found out what beer was supposed to be up there and I, I schooled her on the beer and, and uh, she had one of the uh, patrons sitting at the bar make a sign and got a new sign up. So that's good. They are now somehow there, you know, Behind the eight taps there, there was a, um, a stainless steel, what the hell, what would you call it? It's a stainless steel container that all eight of the tap brushes and caps go up, they, they, main, they go into that uh, container. And then the, um, the growler hoses that you use to fill up growlers with, they go in there. There's a sanitizing solution that goes in that container as well. All those things sit in there. Well, somehow, somehow uh, somebody uh, with very limited knowledge about uh, cleanliness and beer has decided that instead of let, letting those brushes uh, sit in that sanitizing solution and going in at the end of the night into the taps, they're going to just keep all those brushes up into the taps. Anytime they pour beer, they pull the brush out of the tap, they pour the beer, they put the brush up into the tap. And the reasoning for this is they're trying to keep the fruit flies from going up into the into the tap spouts. So to me, well, for one thing, like tonight, I was in there and Chris, the grocery manager, is behind the bar trying to help Jenna out because whoever was supposed to be on shift with Jenna called out so Jen is the only uh, bartender on staff for Thirsty Thursday, which is their busiest day of the week. So Chris is behind the bar. He's helping her out. Every time Chris poured a goddamn beer, whether he picked up a 16-ounce cup, a 10-ounce cup, he would put that cup up to the tap handle. He would pull <laughs> he would up to the tap. He would pull the tap handle and forget to pull that brush out of the tap, and the beer would just sideways and every which way you can imagine out of these taps and just make a big sticky mess and just spew spray all over the place and then he would pull the tap then he would pull the handle again or he'd pull the brush out the tap then he pulled the handle again let at least two to three ounces of beer fall out into the into the drain before he put the cup underneath there to capture the beer so bottom line is beer was spewing all over the place causing a, a ooey gooey sticky mess plus losing probably four ounces of beer on every pour which is money literally down the drain my thing is you know they're saying they're putting these brushes up into the taps to prevent um 
the fruit flies from going up in there. Well, to me, that's that's a symptom. That's not the problem. They need to fix the problem of why do you have all these fruit flies in there? And I'm telling you, when I worked there, when Caleb worked there, the original crew that worked there, we had a small problem about two weeks worth of fruit flies because, you know, we just weren't doing the cleanliness thing that we needed to do. And we corrected it. Within two weeks, we corrected it. We started wiping down stuff. We started sterilizing stuff. We started putting, uh, you know, solution all over, all over things. We started making sure we're wiping down stuff, making sure we clean the taps properly at night, spraying uh, sanitizer solution up into the taps, uh, brushing them out, keeping the brushes in the in the sanitizing water, keeping the hoses in the sanitizing water. We would make sure that we were getting uh, super hot scalding water um, out of the coffee machine and pouring it down the down the grates and down the tap throughout the night you know at least every 30 minutes or so we were pouring down the hot water trying to keep out that sticky you know sweet nectar uh that the fruit fries fruit fries fruit flies gosh like out of the tap so we eliminated that problem you know i walk over to the trash can there in the deli department the goddamn trash can is overflowing i can't even put one single piece of small paper into this trash can because it's overflowing yeah, you're going to have a goddamn roach problem. You're going to have a fruit fry, fruit. Why can't I say that that word? A fruit fly problem. Of course, if you've got all this mess going on, you have all this, uh, all this um, sugary sweetness and um, food and carbohydrates and sugars and sweets and ketchups and mustards and mayonnaise and all these things that these people want to thrive on yeah you're gonna have a problem so I put out a message to the general manager tonight and said hey um, I realize you have a, a little bit of a problem going on in the beer den and it needs to be tightened back up. If you would like me to come in and tighten it up, please get with me and let's uh, let's have a conversation about it. Let's talk about it. See what we can do to get together and agree on a plan. So I'm hoping John will get back in touch with me, and we can work something out. I can maybe go on a couple of days a week and try and just see if I can. Number one, just try and try and straighten things up and try and get a better uh, plan of attack going on in the beard in again. Number two. Maybe I can sit down and do some training with the new employees and explain to them um, the, the procedures that need to go forth to make sure that we have a successful beard in program going on as far as sterilization, cleanliness, um, point of sale, customer service, whatever. I would like to go in and kind of be a trainer there at the beard in because they need some direction, man. I'm, I'm not going to lie. That place is going off the rails. And Jess, the beer den manager, she has been gone for, I think, almost a month now. Maybe it's coming on a month. Maybe it's been a month. But she's back uh, next week, August 7th. And hopefully things are going to kind of turn around, turn the corner a little bit. But whatever's been going on for the last month, man, is just, man, it is, <laughs> it's off the rail. Off the rails. I guess there's rails. There's two rails, right? There's one on each side, parallel rails. So it's off the rails, guys. 
so that's what I'm doing. Uh, Los Foods, I'm trying to get back in there maybe part-time, a couple days a week. You know, I'm working over at Homegrown now. Uh, I'll be there tomorrow night. So you're hearing this on Friday morning. I'll be over there tomorrow night and Saturday night. So if you want to come by and have a conversation, check me out. Come drink some fantastic beers. We're going to have 40 beers on tap. We're going to have some bottles and cans that you can purchase. You can drink them there. You can take them home to go. Uh, we got pretzels back in. Hopefully they got some peanuts back in tomorrow. We'll have a full menu going. Fleming Moore, uh, musician, is going to play tomorrow night. So I'm looking forward to that. I'll be there from 5 until 11 or later if you're nice to me. And we're gonna have some good. We're gonna have some good time, man. We're gonna have good vibes. There's a fantastic drink, some food. Come on out, have an experience, and I can't wait to see you. Um, what else? Like I said, I'm working on this video and audio. It's still um, converting right now. It's going through a uh, pass two on the encoding. So still waiting on that to go through. Hopefully have that up tonight and be able to view tomorrow. If you haven't listened to it already, then you know check it on YouTube and you can you can look at the video and the audio at the same time. Um, before I started this, I wasn't even going to do this tonight. I was just going to release the video from Tuesday's episode and just call that good for tomorrow. But <coughs> excuse me, I decided I'd put something out there. I was sitting here just kind of contemplating the whole thing and I was eating some salsa from Chris Salsa. I've talked about it before. Uh, Chris Short, he's got a site out there, Chris Salsa, that he is producing uh, salsa for everybody. So 10 bucks you get a, um, damn, I don't know what the fucking size is. But for 10 bucks you get a pretty damn good, I think it's a, uh, no, it's not a pint size. What is the size? Where's Chris? I need to get Chris in here to talk about Chris also. That's what I need to do. I need to get him on the show. So I'm going to text him right now. Maybe not right now, but I'm going to queue it up so I can remember that I need to text him. But see if we can get Chris on here and talk about Chris also and, and whatever else he wants to talk about. Running, um, beards, beer, those type of things. We'll get Chris on here. But I keep waiting to get different guests on here because first and foremost, as a solar entity, uh, solar, as a solo entity, uh, the first guest I wanted to get back in here um, on my own was Gordon Peters. So I've been waiting patiently, trying to get the elusive Gordon Peters in here. I've got um, uh, another Chris that used to work with me at the Beer Den. I got him waiting to come in. I've got uh, a guy named Trenton Nesbitt. He runs a Another podcast called Three Sheets to the Mouse, where they talk a lot about Disney World and they talk, or Disney in general, and they talk about uh, some beer and some mixed drinks as well. Um, I need to get Chris Short in here now to talk about Chris Salsa. I'd still like to get my younger brother in here, Kevin, to just talk about anything in general. I have the baker from Coastal Coffee Roasters, Kristen, that still needs to get in here. We were scheduled back in July, and um, that was scheduled when Caleb and I were still together, so we kind of canceled that, and we moved it forward. We're going to get her in here to talk about uh, a few things, lots of things, actually, so she's coming up, but 
But I want to get Gordon in here. I told Gordon, I promised Gordon he would be my first guest as a solo entity. So, Gordon, if you're out there listening, you're about to get passed over for the next guest. So, get your shit together and get in here. What was I talking about? Chris also. So I eat some, I've been sitting here just kind of eating some salsa. I got uh, pineapple mango habanero. Very delicious. I just want to say that. It's um, If you get any salsa, do not go to Lowe's. Do not go to Publix. Do not go to Harris Teeter. Do not go to Wal- uh, Walmart. Do not go to Piggly Wiggly. Do not go to Food Lion. How many other grocery stores can I mention? Do not go to any of those guys. Look up Chris Salsa on Facebook. C-H-R-I-S-A-L-S-A. I believe. I could be totally wrong. But I think it's Chris Salsa. Like the page. Go on there. Post a message and say, hey, I would like uh, some salsa. Chris will get back with you and ask you what flavor you want or, or tell you whatever flavor she's got in stock at the moment. You guys will hook up. You'll pay him some cash. I think he's got a Square app as well. He can take a credit card from you if you need to. And get some of that. Chris also. Get it in your mouth. Because it is fantastic. I'm also, since I wasn't going to do a podcast, I pulled up um, I pulled up Netflix. And I started watching Lost in Space. I tried to watch it. I don't know. It's probably been a good month ago I tried to watch it. And I just, for some reason, couldn't get into it. So I pulled it back up. I am a quarter of the way through the first season, first episode right now. And then I said, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to do a short podcast and just try and uh, piece something together. I'm going to pull up uh, some of the beers I had tonight. Red five. I should have pulled these up. Uh, before I started. Right now, I am drinking a Red 5 Standing By by Revelry Brewing Company. It's a Flanders Red Ale. Oh, why is this thing messing with me? Good Lord. So, Red 5 Standing By is a Flanders-style red ale aged in French oak folders for eight months. Red 5 pours a reddish-brown with aromas of oak, soft acid, and dark fruits. The flavor is decidedly acidic. Acidic? Acidic. With notes of tart cherry, citrus, and subtle chocolate. The mouthfeel is medium with medium-low carbonation and leads to a clean, sour finish. Red 5 has been standing by with us for a while now, and it's time to be enjoyed. Uh, 7.5% ABV, no IBUs listed. It has an average rating of 4 on untapped. I've had it, uh, says I've had it five times. I've probably had it more than that. I don't always check in things that I've had previously. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. So this was a beer I was going to drink tonight with Gordon Peters, but, you know, Gordon Peters isn't here. So since I decided to do a podcast with Adam, I said, well, I'm going to drink this uh, Red 5 standing by with Adam. It's probably... Uh, in our top 10 as far as sour beers that we've had between the two of us, I think. So let's see what else we had here. Tonight we had we had Pernicious. Let me type that in. Pernicious IPA. 
Because it's IPA day today, guys. So I had a pernicious IPA from Wicked Wheat Brewing Company. It is 7.3% ABV, 70 IBUs. Has an average rating of 4.08. Formerly named Eastside or Die IPA. Pernicious is our flagship Indian Pale Ale. Minimum malt complexity. We dry hop this beer with nearly twice the normal amounts of hops, typical to this style. The combination of juicy tropical fruit flavored hops with heavy resinous American hops is the epitome of a West Coast IPA. Made right here in the Southeast. So I love this one. It's um, it's a very classic, like it says, West Coast style IPA. Uh, very hoppy, forward in your face, clean, easy drinking at uh, 7.3%. And I like it a lot. You know, a lot of people are kind of done with Wicked Weed because they sold out to him, but, you know, whatever. I don't care. Who cares? To me, it's still a fine beverage. And the last thing that I'm going to talk about is, uh, let me get my cursor in there, Conquest Medusa Stout. There it is right there. So I had this one up here at Lowe's Foods in the beer den as well. So this is uh, Conquest Brewing Company out of Columbia, South Carolina. And uh, Wicked Weed is out of Asheville. Why is this not expanding so I can read it? Medusa Stout, Conquest Brewing Company. Damn it. This thing is not cooperating. There we go. It's a milk stout. It's 5.2% ABV, 21 IBUs, average rating at 3.65. I'd probably give it a 3.75. It was pretty tasty. The evil creature with snakes instead of hair. Hold on. Let me expand this. And let me do that. Medusa, that evil creature with snakes instead of hair, slithering towards you with live malice. Live? L-I-T-H-E? Is that how you say that? Ever wanting to crush you in her cold embrace. Sweet and silky, the uh, seductress uses the dark arts of chocolate malt and roasted barley to give your palate a ravishingly, a ravish, maybe I should have started, guys. Okay, here we go. You ready? Medusa, that evil creature with snakes instead of hair, slithering towards you with live malice. Ever wanting to crush you in her cold embrace. Sweet and silky. The seductress uses the dark arts of chocolate malt and roasted marley to give your palate a ravishing experience that you will not soon forget. By utilizing advanced mashing techniques rather than lactose sugar, Conquest has created a stout that is reminiscent of both a chocolate stout and a milk stout, but that is suitable for the lactose intolerance. There is enough sweet chocolate flavor that many have sworn we cheated. Judge for yourself. That's Medusa Stout by Conquest Brewing Company. I give it a thumbs up, guys. 3.75 is what I would rate it. So, what else we got here? I think that's about it. I'm going to do a short, just short podcast. I'm going to release this, and then I'm also going to release the video from Tuesday's episode up on YouTube. So that'll be two things for tomorrow. I hope you like it. Get some guests in here for the Tuesday episode. That's what my plan is. So stand by, kind of like this beer, right? The Red Five standing by, which is a um, 
a Star Wars reference from the original, um, yeah, from the Star Wars movies. So, all right, we will talk to you soon, guys. Have a good night.